time we're doing the intro i always have to keep it real uh i like to make a lot of mistakes so here we are we're doing this again today we have alexis mixer which i'm very excited about i've had the pleasure of knowing alexis for a few years now we met in ojai and she kind of took me right in which was amazing um she's super inspiring to me she makes incredible art right now she's mainly doing pyrography which is wood burning she's been playing with the woman form a lot lately which i just can't get over a lot of tits some vagina, you know, just going for it in that realm, um, which I love. It's such just the such vaginas are great. They're beautiful. I mean, there's just really nothing better than the woman form, in my opinion. Um, she has an extremely inspiring Instagram account because she literally just like oozes herself, which I think is really important on social media. She is truly like through and through herself, and it really comes out in her stories. She keeps it real. She's hilarious. Um, she also lets us in on what's going on with her truly which i think is unique and fun and interesting to follow um but i'm gonna stop girl crushing and uh <laughs> let alexis say hello <laughs> Yay, hi <laughs> um thanks yeah like, i'm just gonna keep unplugging things accidentally <laughs> so, so i can keep doing the intro <laughs> yeah so you keep having to like introduce me in like really nice and creative ways <laughs> thank you um yeah so she's doing a lot of wood burning right now which is really cool and it seems like it's excruciating amount of time goes into these pieces not untrue not untrue <laughs> i won't argue that yeah and i know <laughs> that you've done some photography you've been all over so what other mediums have you played with and how did you get to this one so i i actually went i i do have technically i have a fine arts degree oh. it's was in painting i got it i went to, which is weird i went to fit which is the fashion institute of yeah. technology in manhattan uh, which most people don't realize actually even has an arts program. It does. Um, and it was great. It was great going to school in Manhattan to, you know, learn to be an artist or whatever Did it is. Did you go right went. after high school? No, I didn't. I actually took almost calculating i'm calculating almost four years off okay i graduated so you're like 22 uh, yeah going to art school mm -hmm. in manhattan yeah being and a badass yeah, being being very intense and <laughs> as i was back then <laughs> i was a very rooting artist i was really an intense what person. what did you like to paint um i thought going here's the thing i i thought going into school i was like i'm gonna paint these like really giant like movement oriented messy paintings mm -hmm. i'm like really gonna get into it i was like really influenced by like you know like just people who are like really popular in like the 60s and 70s who really got messy and got down to it turned to there isn't a place to do that at the school that i went to yeah. it was not really that encouraged like you didn't have that kind of a space to do it what do you mean it encouraged is it was, art whatever you I'm want not it to be lie. the yeah there's a lot of things that i would i'm not gonna knock the school mm -hmm. outright because that would be unfair yeah to someone i don't know who uh <laughs> but i just feels wrong but i will say that it, like if i had to do it over again in general like if there's anyone out there that is like looking to go to art school mm -hmm. don't go to some place that you haven't investigated what kind of studio do space your research you like do your research oh, on like studio, studio space. space because like had i known i would have gone to a community college or somewhere like out 
farther outside because you're in Manhattan, like most places that you're going to go, unless you're going to like NYU or something like that, which was quite out of my budget, <laughs> um, was just like not, it, there's like no space. So you're, like, mm-hmm. you're sharing places, you're, you're, you, as an artist, you shouldn't have to clean up after yourself every time you work. I, I will say that from like now. Wow. I just got full body school. chills because literally the worst part about pottery like, and ceramics is that I literally won't go to the studio to do a few things because it's a fucking nightmare mm-hmm. to clean up every time. It's uninspiring. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. It takes, it puts work into something that shouldn't yes. feel that way. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, like even if you're, just say you're like a quilter, you mm-hmm. know, like that's your thing or like you like crochet or yeah. whatever, It does, like, which is not to say that's diminished. I don't know how to do those things, so I'm not diminishing <laughs> those. But like it doesn't matter what your thing is. It should live somewhere, even if it's in a closet that you've converted into your tiny little craft room in your house like oh my god i mean no one should have to clean up after themselves because you it it stops your flow which is it anyway that was like it actually changed what i was learning in school because i was like oh i have to clean up and like this is a giant pain in the ass and i can only like have stuff that's this big i can't and you have a small time frame too of the time you can work so it's Mm -hmm. like oh how do you get into that groove? Yes. Then you're in the groove for 15 minutes, and yeah. then they're like, clean up time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, actually, I actually solved that by working through the night. Like, I would oh, go in, go. me and the friends would go in at, like, you know, 10 o'clock at night and work until, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Back when mm-hmm. that was an option for me. Right, which we used to be able to do. Oh, God. <laughs> no. How? I was in bed at 9.30 last night. I was like, I have yeah. a big day tomorrow. Yeah. I have to get my sleep. <laughs> I have to go over to this house, sit in a chair and talk, and I need my sleep for that. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so. so you were painting first. Yeah. So, I, so I was, I, I, sorry, we diverged. No, no, no. But I, I, we, I was painting, and then I realized, like, that wasn't the, like, I couldn't do the art that I wanted to do, like, that, what I had in my head. And so then I started doing, like, these very... <laughs> Sweet puppy yawns. Oh, Sorry, guys. No, that was hilarious. <laughs> I started doing, trying to do like figurative, photorealistic sort of stuff, and I worked on that for a long what time. What does that mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like lost. That's people, lost on like, me. You know, just okay. painting people. Like, I, I tried doing and did successfully. Like, I am proud of. I want to see did. them. You're going to have to send oh us some God, stuff for Throwback Thursday. They, if, if I could find some, um, most of them, those things are long gone because also. I lived in Manhattan for, or I lived in New York City from the time that I went, got to school mm-hmm. for n- I, almost nine years and then moved here. Wow, so that's like, a whole life. I'm sorry, but like I was painting stuff and like. You're just giving I, it away, throwing it oh, away. I was like this, I can't know where to put this in my tiny, you know, studio you live in a apartment. Box, yeah. yeah, there's like no, so no, I don't think I have, I like literally don't think I have anything from back then, mm-hmm. which is so sad. Where are you from originally, Alexis? Connecticut. Connecticut. So Manhattan didn't feel that diff like that. It was still like East Coast vibes. Um, Manhattan doesn't. New York doesn't feel like anything else. Like it's very. Like I, I've been out here now for the same, for longer than I was in New York, which is crazy. I moved to New York the week of nine eleven. Oh my god! I was god. in class. More not chills. To like <laughs> whatever, More full body chills. So I know the timeline. Like that's basically mm-hmm. like I can say that that's when I moved there, and then and also that became very defining. Like I was like I'm a New Yorker. Like everyone that was there was like there was no. If you lived through that, like, yeah, moment, you're like just you're immediately bonded. a New Yorker, or you left, which was actually quite a few people that I was going to school with. 
but I didn't I, I lived there for almost nine years and New York is still like I don't I, I don't know how to equate it to anything else. Like, mm-hmm. I am still a New Yorker in my head. I go back, and I immediately fall, immediate, like, just right back into, like, the rhythm of things, using the subway, like, cabs, blah, 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 all the kind of things, like, because I was there for my entire 20s. Yeah. yeah. So do you ever go back to Connecticut? Do you still have family there? Do you mm-hmm. have any ties? Yeah, I still have family there. It's very mm-hmm. beautiful. It's just, I, A, Connecticut is not Greenwich. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not Ralph Lauren. Yeah, it is. Most of Connecticut is like farmland and like, yeah, also not there's some definite questionable parts. There's a lot of like parts that people don't. But it's it's very beautiful. I really like New England a lot. I'm glad that I'm from there. I I had no idea when I was a kid that there are people that didn't have snow during the winter. Oh, that's (laughs) hilarious. No, I I literally had no idea. See, I grew up going to the snow. Like, we went to the snow. The snow did not come to us. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't know. I had no idea that that was a thing. Like, I mean, I, I realized it as I got older. But, like, when I was a kid, I was like, everyone has this. Now that I'm older, I really want some snow because like you get your life gets to slow down you get to do less it's very cozy we don't have like a lot of excuses in california to slow down and i think that's a lot of like like the workism out here is insane you literally don't have a chance like the environment's not giving you a chance to slow down so it's like fuck i gotta go outside again (laughs) 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 it's nice again fuck it's nice again god damn it it's 75 and sunny i gotta go out so that said, I did know <laughs> Southern California yeah. for a reason. Yeah, yeah that was it's my amazing. next question. Yeah. So why? But well, that's why you moved to California. You're like, I'm done with. I was done with living in New York. New York is very. I love New York, and there will be, like, there's never a time where I don't think it's the greatest city on earth. Like, I really, honestly believe that. And I've now been to a bunch, and like, I fight me on it. <laughs> like, it yeah. is amazing, um, but it is very hard. And like, I would say post. 2008 it just got so much harder why why post 2000 oh because the the crash yeah duh Um, it got very very difficult and like very emotionally taxing it was already very hard I mean like Mm -hmm. I was evicted from an apartment in the middle of winter in New York I had like a lot I mean what the hell did you do um I was very lucky and at the time I owned a an art studio collective where like it was shared art space and I slept there and showered in the sink for like a while until I found another place because it's just very difficult to live in New York like if you don't have excellent credit you can't get an apartment like there's just like a lot of different things that exist there that make it difficult which we could go down a whole thing about how I feel about like poverty in New York and like the gentrification and like the millionaires and stuff like that it's very very emotional but yeah the reason I left was because I had not gonna I was like I can't do this anymore I'm tired I just want to focus on art I want to make art I want to be creative Well, like every day feeling like a fight gets very fucking old yep and you have the privilege to move so bye yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way I left New York with like no- nothing yeah <laughs> did you know anybody in Southern California yeah so I picked LA because my sister lived here already she had okay. been here out here for a year, maybe a little bit less than a That's year. That's why I moved to California. So Shout out to Whitney. Yeah. By Whit. the way, she's, she's awesome. She is. She is. Okay, so you moved to California. Did you live with your sister when you first moved here? I did. I literally lived in her room, in her bed. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. And then I got like a tiny Roachville apartment, which was still of an apartment alone. 
and I was just like, oh my god, I have an apartment alone. This like I amazing. never had that yeah. as an adult ever because it was just like physically impossible back east. And so I was very. And you were still continuing. Excited. What kind of art were you doing when you moved here? I moved here to try to figure out what kind of art I actually wanted to do. Art in New York was very monetary driven. Yeah. It, like uh, at this point, it wasn't always like that. Like I, there was this amazing, you know, everyone knows about like the 60s and 70s and even into the 80s in New York was like this amazing time of like being who you wanted to be self-expression like, yeah like exploring and like networking with other artists and like you literally go to like thompson square park and like sit next to you know like an like any artist that you yeah. could like warhol or something like that and you'd just be like chilling there on the same level it was not like that by the time i left and i was just like i don't want to make art having to pay my rent like i don't want that to be the thing that is like driving this force and also i had no space Mm-hmm. like I was literally like there was just no space to make art and I was like if I come out here I can figure out another way of doing it. I had no plan <laughs> so like, okay just, the plan was yeah. getting to LA yeah the plan was <laughs> come out here and like be outside more and you know like figure out where I wanted to go with that which is why I started doing photography because I was like oh that's an excuse to get out every weekend like when I'm not working I can take my camera and I can technically I mean like not technically make art by like just going on road trips and like taking pictures of things and then I can explore Southern California I can what was your quote in quote normal job I worked in out here? I worked in advertising okay uh, but like the madman side of it like not the creative side of it I was like mm-hmm. negotiating ad space for like, yeah a pharmaceutical company oh my yeah gosh. you're like buying billboards it was not the most fun thing in the whole world but I was very good at it hey you'd be surprised yeah. about the things that you find out that you're good at yeah. when you're like I need money you're desperate yeah <laughs> it was a it was a great job okay so how did you meet Stephanie and oh how did you wander up to Ohio? I wandered up to Ojai because I fell in love. Oh, I did. Hard eyes. I did. <laughs> I fell in love. I fell in love in Ojai and then just sort of like gradually like inched, <laughs> inched It closer. has that effect on people. Yeah. And, and like, I, well, I, I think that I, fu- I simultaneously fell in love with a person as well as with the town. And it's just, it has had the most amazing effect on my life. Like, honestly, like Ojai itself has... But wait, time out. Time out. Also, on the, on the note of, like, small town things, I didn't realize they put in a new stop sign in the town, and I got very excited oh, hello. today. Where is the new stop on sign? Signal. Yes. Okay, thank you. I was just driving there, and I was telling uh-huh. Asa, I was like, babe, they put a stop sign right here. <laughs> I was like, look, look at the stop sign. We, like, stopped at it, and I was like, this is amazing, because this turn is psycho so all dangerous. the time, and, like, I don't know how people wait, where on the is cross, it? when you're going to hike, when we go hike um, shelf. Yeah. You take that, you take signal all the way up. And oh. like a curve. But the curve is like, it's a straight, you stay on the road, but it's like really fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I was stoked the other day. <laughs> I was like, Woo! <laughs> I literally thought, stop sign. I need to mention this Also later. recently yeah. when they added, I don't know, do you ever do the path? Probably not. I live really close to the path that goes all the way to Ventura. Oh, the bike, yeah. I the mean, bike I've path. D- yeah, I've so it. they've recently redone all of the crosswalks on the bike path and they've added so what they do like city planners i'm sorry we're going on a weird thing well it's very (laughs) they bow they bow out the sidewalk a little bit so that in a car you visually have less space on the road so you 
naturally slow down. Oh, smart. And they added all these really, like, big highlighter yellow. It is much more obvious than it ever was. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, <laughs> love you, Ohio. Way, way to go, Ohio. It's the it's little the things, little really. Things. <laughs> so, are you bouncing back and forth now between Ohio, L.A.? You you also yeah. bought a house in I, yeah. Joshua Tree? In Joshua Tree, yeah. Insane. Because it's a I've very inspiring place for artists. It is so inspiring and so, I mean, I've been in... I will say this. I, I fell in love with Joshua Tree when I first moved out here. Are you going to be a desert living. rat? I mean, I'm not, not, not. trying to be that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you have that in you. Like, you're yeah. like a desert. You could do the desert. I went down there and was immediately like, I love it here. And, like, I get why people are like, that is insane. I'm really freaked out by that degrees. space. When we went to Joshua Tree, we went in April. It wasn't even hot. And I was like, the sun comes from every there's not one shade spot no. in Joshua Tree. Like, it doesn't exist. Because Joshua I was just Trees like, are not shady. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> but, like, also, like, the sun, the way... I don't know. I was so weirded out by it. It's I was a, like, something's happening. Your, your pale skill, skin freaked out a little bit. No, it was overcast <laughs> yesterday, and I was like, I'm getting sunburnt right now, and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I, I agree with I you. I love sunny days, but I was just like, how do I get away? No, it's a lot. It's very... It was scary right? for me. But on the... Uh, so... On the other side of that, that also means that there's 365 degree sunsets that like light oh, up yeah, the sky. That's what I mean. It's there's insane. like an intense like when you, when a storm is coming, like you can like I bought the house that I bought because of where it sits and where it looks out onto, so I can sit on the porch and watch a storm come. And I have already done it, and it is you see the clouds rolling and stuff. Oh I'm my god! Chills you can literally about watch it. the rain fall and like come across the desert towards that's so you. cool. It's amazing, and at night like. I was like, is, did I do the right thing? You kept asking the universe, like, did I do the right thing? The two things that I took as signs was Beyonce releasing Homecoming. Hello. Yes. The day that I decided to do it. <laughs> I was like, apparently, Hello. yes. And also, like, I, at night, like, the night that it, I chose the house and, like, was like, yes, I want this, signed my paperwork. I, like, went outside and, like, looked up at the stars and, like, a giant shooting star just went across the sky. And I was like, yeah, I love it here. Oh, <laughs> like it was I'm just like the most emotional, like peaceful moment. And I was like, yeah, and that's also how I feel in Ohio. Do you have neighbors in <laughs> Joshua Tree? No, I have I'm trying, two. Right now, I'm like, I just picture the house out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know why I'm picturing that. Oh, it's straight up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it you is have on to go road. on a dirt road. I had to. I that's, did. I that's. Yeah. I upgraded my car to have four wheel drive, which is. There are people out there that drive like Priuses at sixty five miles an hour down a dirt oh, road. We like they're just like yeah. whatever. When I we don't stayed care. in Joshua Tree, it was in my Honda Civic, and we went down this big old yeah. dirt road, and I was just like, "This is how, this is what we're doing now." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I did. I drove my little yeah. my my little car around there, and I was like, "This is fine," but like I would say in the future, yeah, I mm-hmm. want to be able to have four wheel drive because like your road could wash out and yeah, in and a then storm, you're screwed, and then you're like, now I'm just home. <laughs> I guess I'm home forever now. But yes, I definitely have. One neighbor that I believe I haven't seen his house. It may not actually be. There's a lot of people that live off grid. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah, the fact that I actually have um, water and power. That yeah, is, do you have Wi-Fi? I. That's the first thing my father asked. He was like, "An internet?" And I was like, "No, no internet. I don't. I have minimal cell service though, so I can like, you know, call things, and I will probably get an actual telephone." 
if it's needed. A house phone. Yeah. That's a landline, baby. That, that feels so Are you gonna Nobody owns cool. TVs out there, anything. <laughs> like everyone goes to the coffee shop, does their stuff on the Wi Fi in the coffee shop and then goes home. Like most But doesn't that kind of build com- like a sweet little community? It, like you community all have to is go so wonderful. Like, it really is so – because there's – in my section of town, the, I think the population is 2,300 people. Hello. Also, I can't wait to see what kind of phone you get because I know you're not going to get some normal, like, Comcast black phone that, like, goes <laughs> into a dock and, like, you can walk around with it. I feel like you're yeah. going to get, like, a really cool, like, vintage Rotary phone. Yeah, I, like found, <laughs> <laughs> I found one of those phones from, like – uh, the kind with the I don't know what the name of it is, but like literally the bell phone, which is like has yes. the you know mm-hmm. like the thing that you put to your ear and you have mm-hmm. to lean uh-huh. into it or whatever. And I was like, what if you can? Do these still work? Like, also, still how long this? can you talk like that for though? I don't know. I don't want to talk to anyone on the phone anyway. True. I really don't. <laughs> like, let's be real here. Really I'm not. Calling I've never anyone. connected to a statement more. <laughs> Melissa, you talk to people on the phone all the time. My mom and your friends. Yeah, that's. I don't be calling people. I'm I, sorry. I call Love you guys. I call like two friends. <laughs> I do. I two. I call. I two get friends. in trouble with my dad. Will text me and says, "Do I have a daughter anymore?" I'm like, oh, "I guess I gotta call." It's been a few months. <laughs> I'm the worst person. Love <laughs> them the most too. No, nobody likes to be on the phone. I mean, yes, I. I Once call I'm my talking parents. to people on the phone, I'm like, "Oh, this isn't bad." But for some reason, the, dialing is like. Then yeah, what do you say? Hey, hey. The oh, only people I can on? talk to. How are, are you? How's your job? Yeah. I'm like, do we really want to talk about my job? Yeah, the weather's weather out right now. It is either the weather raining or outside not. is weather. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I got to reel it back in here after <laughs> Stephanie's little ditty. I like it. wood burning. Talk oh. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. this start with wood burning? Talk to me about it. <laughs> Nothing. Is I said titties earlier. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> beautiful vaginas so are you yeah what how do you do this do you do like a soldering iron what it is? looks for, it looks no it does it looks a lot like that it does it i'm does. ignorant it's what is this it's in the same aisle <laughs> same aisle at home depot yeah same aisle uh, that's important to know no i have i i now have a really expensive tool i guess um that you can't you have to order it but um yeah it's really fun i started doing it because i really like doing detail work and like i started doing it honestly because i was like this seems fun and i want to start doing art that's fun like i want to enjoy the art that i make and i was not enjoying painting like i wasn't enjoying like making the paintings that i had started to make i was like this doesn't feel fun like it feels like a like a thing i'm dreading doing even though i thought that this is what I wanted to do I didn't like the process isn't that weird how sometimes your mind makes that shift it like something that you always thought you wanted yes yeah. and and it's still like exactly. a beautiful thing you're like oh I people are like you didn't like painting but mm-hmm. it's this weird shift that happens and it's kind of hard to reconcile it I with yourself paint- I mean I still like I'm adding color to the pieces that I'm working on now like I'm, well I know. just quit my pottery business because of that because you weren't Whole enjoying feeling. it. I'm like, I want to make stuff for me. And like, mm-hmm. I want to be inspired. I don't want to come up with something that I think someone's going to want to buy and like yes. hope that they want it and then rely on that. Like, yeah, I don't you know. should make something that you, I think that you like doing the process of or else you're not going to do it. It doesn't matter if you like think that it looks cool. Like, I think that photorealistic painting and like surrealist painting is beautiful and I love looking at it. But now that I understand the process of doing it, I don't want to do it. Like, yeah. I don't find it enjoyable, but I do find it beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. So I started, that's where I started doing this because I was like, this is really fun. And I like 
I like like everything about it. I like how it smells. Like it's like oh. this really comforting. Like do you burn smell. on specific types of wood, or mm-hmm. are you non-discriminatory? No, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am not necessarily discriminatory. I'm just there's, kidding. There's a lot that I would like to use, but you can't actually use it. So you have to use something that's like really soft and doesn't have a gr- like a hard grain to it, um, because it's I've tried and it's just it doesn't turn out well. No, no, you can't do it. So, so how many pieces of wood burning art? do you think you've made Hmm. well and how how much do they vary in size that's that was what I was gonna say so I've at this point I've been doing what I'm like the style that I'm working on right now I started doing it like three years ago in general like that was the first time I'd ever picked up a wood burning tool in my entire life was like three years ago so I started like teaching myself like how do you actually do this and like what do I want to do with it and it evolved into what it is now so I've probably done um, maybe like 30 of these pieces but one of those pieces is gigantic it's like it's 52 inches across and it took 180 hours to make so yeah it's it that took up a considerable amount of time and I would love to make more of those it's just clearly like I (laughs) I don't know who that's for like it was an example of like something I really wanted to put out there because I was like this is what I'm capable of doing. Like I can make a giant piece that can go like in a big space. Yeah. Yeah, Like anyone has like a hotel or a restaurant. Hey. It's like, they're cool. No, it's pretty epic. So that's why I did that one. Cause it was like, this is the kind of thing I can do. And like, what, what are you burning into the wood? Is it like, do you keep a consistent theme across pieces? Is it like, it used to be, that I was only doing a certain style, which I still do, and I really like it. It's this, like, very abstract um, – people have compared it to either seaweed or hair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, like, just this peaceful – like, honestly, it came out of, like, hair. Like, that was actually Lines. the original inspiration. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all line. Um, it's very – it's difficult to, like – something that's visual but i know i know it's it, but a it's terrible totally question so, no, i just uh, didn't know if like people you can go to my instagram yeah yes, my website. Her instagram. <laughs> i didn't know if like for all of your wood burning stuff you're like this is the style i'm looking for if yeah. you're just like well today i'm gonna do a dog or yeah so <laughs> i it's, mean it, i know that's, that's ridiculous <laughs> but no actually well here's the thing like i wanted to do one of the reasons i chose wood burning is because like a lot of times it's used for um like folk art or like you know people make these like giant and amazing like animal art um like you know like people do like these giant tigers and like you know wolves and and like yeah you know i don't know what that's uh, americana kind of sort of art but it has like this long history where it like started in like africa and all everything did yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so i was like how can i like if this had taken a different turn like, ha- ha- you know, like, if, if it wasn't co-opted, in quotes, co-opted by, like, you know, crafty people, like, what else could you do with this? And that's where I started. So, anyway, the art that I'm making now, or the series that I'm working on now, is, yes, as you mentioned, <laughs> very v- vagina and and boob-based <laughs> Why is boob a funny word? It is very funny. I like using Breast? It. Yeah, no. No. Breast, Breast makes me tit think of chicken. is also awkward. Tit? I think... I don't know. I have a friend that my friend that is the was the original inspiration 
she's a doula and she's like the, an amazing like yes. female she's fantastic she's an amazing like activist and like she's incredibly involved and so cool and tit is like one of her words i swear she loves the word tit yeah i associate it mel i associate it with you <laughs> do you have an idea of what you're going to burn before you start or do you kind of just let the process happen like you just like i'm gonna i'm gonna do something today here well, we you go sketch it, don't you yeah, I draw it out before I burn it into the wood, um, because yeah, no takes back. Yeah, you can't erase that. Uh, but <laughs> I, I have like a general concept of like what it's gonna look like, and I actually this week just started doing something new, which is I photographed something that I hadn't painted yet, put it into Photoshop, and painted it in Photoshop to try out different colors, and then painted that which I've never done before and felt like a really interesting and weird use of technology for me. Like, I understand that yeah. other people probably do that. So you wanted to test, yeah, because color is really, like, a risk. Yeah. So, I, you know, another thing I cannot erase. Right. So <laughs> you're like, let's make sure these colors work together mm-hmm. first, which is smart. Yep. Very cool. Can I change subjects here a little yeah. bit? Yeah. So, Stephanie, you kind of hit on it in um, Alexis's intro about her Instagram account. Yes. And, yes, yes. like, how raw and like real real it is yeah i was like gonna say personal but that didn't feel like can you expand on that a little bit because i'm like social media ignorant and (laughs) there it is i can't help it i don't i don't understand social media at all and so what do you mean by that well yeah so for me it's like not everybody this is a, a a larger topic in my opinion not everyone can do that kind of work. Not everyone can open themselves up like that. I talk about this a lot with my roommate, um, being a white feminist. Like, black women are not in charge of educating me. Some of them can. Mm-hmm. Some of them have the space in their heart and in their minds to educate mm-hmm. white women or white people in general. And, like, I'm connecting Alexis to that because she is very honest and open about what she's going through in her life. Um, she brings us with it. She talks a lot about, like, her own wellness and health and like her tactics on how she tackles depression and anxieties. And I'm not saying, I don't actually know if you have depression. I'm sorry. I'm just saying like, I do. I'm not afraid. Yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't want to like draw any conclusions for you. I go right for the whole depression and anxiety thing. Yeah. And so she kind of like has it in her space. She has the mental energy and fortitude to like give us what she has. And I think that that is really important to me um, because we're in this weird 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 life right now with social media and like the expectations on society and like I'm going through it right now really hard right now with my social media account is like I feel fake and like what's the point Mm -hmm. why am I posting this am I hashtagging do I give a shit like do I care do I not care what am I doing but I want to be on there Mm -hmm. and like share my experiences in life and so I really look up to you and the way that you do it because you just don't give a fuck like you do you give the most fucks without like does that make sense yeah yeah it does I think it's accurate I do I do care but like I also like want to I don't yeah I don't know I guess it happened organically like if you if you do the thing you like scroll way back into my account like it wasn't always like that so it happened entirely on its own without me like thinking like I'm now gonna like talk about Right. You know, mental health. Like, all is the it time. scary to be that vulnerable in such a public space? It's not. It's not scary to me, probably because it did happen organically, and so 
I mean, I'm lucky. The people that follow me and the people that I interact with tend to be people who found me for the right, re- right, mm-hmm. reading quote, right reasons. Like they, they were like, they read something that I wrote and they were like, I want to hear more of that. And so they followed. And so I don't necessarily think that I say anything that is necessarily provocative or anything like that. I'm just very honest about things. And I go about it with the idea that I will never say anything that I don't do. Like I won't give it, not that I feel like I give advice. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel as though that's what I do, but I'm sure that some people would read it like that. Um, I will never give advice on anything that I don't actually actively do regularly in myself and know that it makes me feel different. And like, I think it's a worthwhile thing to talk about. And I don't talk about anything that I haven't gone through myself. Do you feel social pressures to like go and make posts or do you just do it as it comes to you? The part of me that feels the pressure to make a post is the part that also this is all tied in with my art. So like my art and my my like mental health stuff and everything all exist in the same space on my Instagram, which to be honest, like some people would be like, you know, you should split those two things apart. No, no don't do that. Yeah, Honestly, no. I did. <laughs> I tried that and I hated it. It, it's also it. like, no, that would feel contrived. Like that would feel very like, contrived. this and then mm-hmm. this and like trying to convince separately. people. No, yeah, no, I am an artist. I do have depression and anxiety issues and I am very open about that. I, try to be I would say the har- the the only thing that is hard for me to navigate is like I have people in my life that are either very public like their lives are very public um I have two <laughs> specific people that their lives are very public and then I have my family and I will never talk about anything in my life that directly relates to someone in my life that is personal with them so, like, there are portions of my life that are definitely left out. Yeah. Um, I will only ever talk about something that is just about me. Yeah. Because that's safe. I can say whatever I want and, like, I, you know, and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I am open and I'm yeah. fine with it, so. Which is amazing, which is something we've dealt with on the podcast, uh, in my opinion. Um, having a podcast and something, an open forum like this affects everybody that's in our lives. Yeah. My parents. Yeah. Yeah. My boyfriend. I've told yeah, my, my mom told me I had to stop using the F word. I told a story about <laughs> how I lost my virginity <laughs> with my boyfriend on the podcast. Like I'm like yeah. it, you know, like I get what you're saying in that yeah. sense. Like basically when we were starting the podcast, I was like, Asa, you know, like you'll come up and like, I am going to do my best to like represent you well and stuff. But like this affects you too, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it's important to be very mindful of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that affects someone else. Like I definitely have stuff that I will that I'm trying to figure out how to talk about because I believe that it is very important, but I never want to throw anyone else out there that doesn't want to be out there. Like that's not fair to, uh, I would never do that. So, so I kind of want to jump back to Stephanie's question a little bit. So for me, my struggle with uh, social media is like, I don't, I feel obligated sometimes and then I just get mad at it. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I feel that yeah. way, too. I get frustrated. And, like, yeah. do you feel – do you also feel those same things, especially with, like – I'm sure you feel the need as, like, an artist to promote your work and, like, to put it out there. Like, mm-hmm. that's the easiest social media for me. Yeah. I mean, talking about my art and posting about my art is something that I'm trying to get better at. I – I tend to have, like, I post things when I have a concept of something that I want to talk about, and that's when I'll post. I don't, like, think, 
I haven't posted for you know ten days. Oh my god! Like I, I have. To I have to post. post three times a week. Yeah, yeah like, like hashtag all of this. No, because like then it's gonna get cheesy and weird. I I post things when I have a, an idea, and honestly, like sometimes I'll have an idea that's like half baked, and I'll like write it a couple times, and then like go back to it, you know. But yeah, I would say this story. Like the fa- Instagram stories have really helped with that because I talk because you can just do quick stuff yeah. too. I I enjoy it honestly, and like I get a lot of interesting. I have a lot of positive interactions with people. I know that that's not what social media always is, and yeah. I feel very very lucky that the people that like reach out to me have like. I I get some amazing r- interactions for people who are like I'm struggling, like what do you think about this or like. Or if I'm having a hard time, like, people being, like, I've followed you for a long time and, like, now I, like, want to tell you that I know that, you know, you're struggling and, like, it's, like, this feedback. Like, I see It's you. a good you're feedback seen, loop. Like, yeah. it's wonderful. It's, like, Can a I good thing. Can I ask you a very personal question? Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. And you don't have to answer. Do you, and I know this is not necessarily how anxiety always works, but do you get anxiety in certain situations or certain things triggering anxiety or is it kind of that anxiety that just, like, pops up randomly and you're like it's random it's like this amorphous random and i like refer to it as physical anxiety mine's physical anxiety what does that mean it means like i feel like i've had like i stopped drinking coffee recently which Mm. is crazy because i love this is my girl right now i have physical anxiety (laughs) it just feels like you're like uh, like Mm -hmm. literally like vibrate like i like it feels like i've had too much caffeine and i'm like can't like my shoulders are up around here and and then it leads to anxiety mm. like out in the world because like i well then i work you're you're angry you're easily frustrated and mm-hmm. so for me it's like sometimes too physical ailments physical things in my body will trigger that anxiety yes. because my body's like oh this is usually how you feel when you're anxious so now you're now not only do you have a stomach ache your mm-hmm. chest hurts now you're anxious mm-hmm. as well like yep. do you know what i mean like my body kicks into it sometimes it's on all its tied together yeah, yeah and i have um i have um which I have talked about on my Instagram and like sort of like publicly and is sort of now sort of getting some traction and like people knowing about it. But if you have um, any sort of like GI, like gastro issues, like stomach mm-hmm. issues, that can cause anxiety mm-hmm. and depression. They are tied together. Oh, yeah, the microbiome. Yeah. And so, and that is not something. So I have like issues and, um, I think I didn't know that. And so for years, like, I was like, is it? You're just like, this like, is just life. Every Yeah, this <laughs> is normal. Like, everyone feels like this. Everyone, like, reacts poorly to food every time they eat. And then is also, like, somehow, like, both tired and anxious all at the same time mm-hmm. every day. That's yeah. normal. Like, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not how you're supposed no, to feel. It's not how you're supposed to feel. Well, let's, let's talk about a few things that you do to help with that. And then I think we have to wrap it up. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk about it a lot on your Instagram, um, which I love because it helps remind me that I need to take care of myself. But how do you combat that? Um, it's been a long road. I will say that these are the things that I would I tell like basically anyone um, getting enough sleep like and I mean, like actually sleeping eight hours, not like having two glasses of wine before bed to like chill out watching tv and then getting like six hours of sleep and being like i'm good like no it's not it's like it will that is a thing and if you if you can't tackle that first like then 
sleep that's is an issue sleep so is first important. um cardio i run um but 20 minutes of cardio a day minimum just to honestly it's just as easy as it sounds like as far as like the relation it's like you're getting you're tiring yourself out and like you know getting out some some excess energy and i do yoga as well and yoga is very calming but they're not the same thing mm-hmm. i really believe heavily in cardio and like movement um going outside like if you are feeling anxious and you're sitting on your couch scrolling through your phone it is only going to oh be worse God. you have to it's get a spiral up. it's a spiral and it is hard like it's when you're hard. not feeling well you're the last thing that you want to do is be like i'm gonna go hiking like that's not what you want but it is what you need and i've never not felt better afterward yeah and therapy like i if if everyone in this whole world had a therapist i know even word. people who think that they don't need therapy i think nice. need therapy yeah, yeah it's it doesn't amazing. matter it doesn't matter if you're like going in and you're and everyone's therapy will look different like some people are working through some heavy heavy things and other people are like my boss is an ass and i need to tell someone about it yeah and those are the like those are and it's great to have a non-biased range. person that isn't like your mom or your mm-hmm. best friend like somebody yeah. that can actually like talk to you yeah. about it no, it's I've also gone to therapy extremely a lot. important to like unpack a yeah. lot of times you don't have time to unpack you're in your own head yeah you're processing with your own tools which by the way your own tools suck most of the time you're in your head with your six other personalities that are bad influences mm-hmm. and um it's really important to like for me, yeah. someone with anxiety, human connection, and just talking about things, even if we don't come up with any solution, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck, I feel amazing now. Yeah. yeah, I think that's something really important that I had to get over is I had I had weird anxiety about going to therapy because I didn't think I deserved therapy mm-hmm. because I Aww. don't – because I, I don't have like – to be honest, like, that. like, you think about the people that are really dealing with, like, deep, deep issues, mm-hmm. and I look at them like, well, my life's not that bad. So then, like, you throw – I threw myself into this weird cycle of saying, like, I didn't deserve it mm-hmm. oh. because, you know, because I didn't think that that, my, that whatever I was dealing with was worthy. But even whatever your Everything. struggles are, your own struggles. You can never compare, like, someone else's depression or anxiety or life situation to your own. If you are not feeling happy and, like, light, that should be the goal. Like, you don't need to be perfect as a person, but you should feel – happy like you sh- that should be the goal that everyone has most in of your days yeah most of your days should be good days and like work towards it it's not too much to ask no, it is not no. it's uh, however it is there is work involved for most of us oh my god everyone <laughs> like we said we got to get new tools throw out the old tool yeah. chest and get a new tool chest <laughs> <laughs> those tools exist they, they are out do there. they are well thank you so much alexis we You're could really talk with you for like a yeah. lifetime it I feels feel like honored. <laughs> <I really laughs> do. this You're was so sweet i usually i'm like the clock watcher and um I'm like, oh no! It's well, it's we're always oh no, but I know, I know, but especially <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much again. We can't wait to share um, the stories of your art and your life and your adventures and yeah, we can't wait. Through. I cannot wait to see what you do with this house. Me too. Oh yeah, yeah we're, we're going to come the visit. Stories, that will be, be on the Instagram. Like, <laughs> we will be visiting. Yes, yes, please. Yes, <laughs> I want to see one of those storms roll in. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we love our listeners. Can't wait to connect with you. Okay, bye.